Lecture topic. 27th Ramadan, Jumwa. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-lazeen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon Waqala al-Nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ittaqil maharima takun a'badan nas Aw kama qala al-Nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam most respected ulama ikram brothers and elders Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this Mubarak month we barely have we can call it hours left day or two and this month will very soon leave us we still have no guarantee whether we will see the end of it or whether we will leave before the month leaves but in any case, sooner or later, this month will be gone before we realize it. Allah Ta'ala has, out of His grace, made it possible that we witness so much of it. Allah Ta'ala enable us to witness the rest of it as well. The object and purpose that Allah Ta'ala blessed us this month for, that is what we now have to consider very deeply, how much has that been acquired. Already, because it's almost the end of the Mubarak month many a person is already preparing for Eid many a household is preparing for Eid so in one sense there is no harm in that provided it is within certain reasonable limits not that the whole time is consumed in that but some minimal things are being done there is no harm in that but the point is that one is the Eid that is seen externally in terms of people doing what makes them happy and in any case some of these aspects have been encouraged by Rasulullah in the Hadith Sharif like on the day of Eid it is Sunnah to wear one's best clothing not necessarily new then on the day of Eid it is Haram to fast so it is compulsory not to fast, to be eating, drinking, whatever na'mat Allah has provided. So to fast is haram, so that the servants of Allah Ta'ala would be partaking what Allah has blessed them. So this, these are things that insan normally engages in when he is in some happiness, some celebration of some sort. So celebrating Eid this itself is taught to us by none other than Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So one is that part of Eid which we all celebrate, we all engage in this Alhamdulillah. But what is the reality of Eid? The reality of Eid will be determined of how we spend this Mubarak month. That is what we have to focus on, that is what we have to ponder over, that will my Eid be an Eid in reality or just a surface Eid? It's the Eid on the surface only. 
So the Eid in reality is what? And that is why we have to focus on this. Somebody might wonder, but the day of Eid hasn't yet come. Why is this discussion of Eid now? So to make it the reality, we need to understand it from now. We hardly have any time left. But this little time also is a lot if we use it correctly. And this little time is a lot if in this little time also we make amends for whatever time has passed. So to understand the reality of Eid very briefly, this can be very easily understood from some couplets which are attributed to Hazrat Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jailani Rahmatullah And in these couplets he encapsulates what is the reality of Eid. Now this is what we have to reflect on that in a day, two days time, three days time at the most will be Eid, what kind of Eid will be mine? Will my Eid be that Eid which becomes an Eid in dunya and will become a means of the Eid, perpetual Eid in Akhirat? Because the Eid of dunya is obviously wajib to celebrate, we have to go for the Eid Salah, that's part of the celebration of Eid. And then it's sunnah to celebrate it in terms of the various other aspects that have been mentioned in the Hadith Sharif. But in any case that Eid is very very limited time, by the time the sun sets that Eid is over. But in this short time of dunya and in this limited time of this month of Ramadan that we have left, we have to prepare to try and make the everlasting Eid of Akhirat. That our day of Qiyamah becomes a Eid, our Qabr in fact becomes an Eid, the day of Qiyamah becomes an Eid for us under the shade of the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala and on the Dastarkhan that Allah will lay out there and it becomes an Eid in the perpetual Eid of Jannat. So that depends on how we conduct ourselves in this Mubarak month. So Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jailani in one couplet, in a few couplets, he describes what is this reality of Eid. So he starts off by saying, لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ لَبِسَ الْجَدِيدِ إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ أَمِنَ مِنَ الْوَعِيدِ That Eid in reality is not for the person who has worn new clothes. So wearing the best that a person has is sunnah, he should fulfill the sunnah, whatever best he has, it doesn't have to be new. But that itself doesn't make it Eid. Because that anybody can buy the best clothing, and he can wear it. But does it make it Eid in reality? Will that make it Eid in the cover? Will that become a means of Eid on the day of Qiyamah? Will that take him to the perpetual Eid of Jannah? No, wearing new clothes itself is not going to bring about that perpetual Eid. Fulfilling the Sunnah with that niyat wearing the best clothes, he'll get rewarded on that also. Alhamdulillah. But the reality of Eid is what? إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ أَمِنَ مِنَ الْوَعِيدِ Person who wore the best clothes, that itself doesn't make the reality of Eid. إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ أَمِنَ مِنَ الْوَعِيدِ Eid in reality is for that person who has gained safety from the warnings of Allah Ta'ala. The person who has gained warning, safety from the warnings of Allah Ta'ala. Now the warnings in the Qur'an Sharif, the warnings in the Hadith Sharif, have been sounded out for so many things. Person who engages in so many of the vices, various vices have been mentioned. Person who does these things, this is the warning. 
the sum total of all this is if there was no other warning if there was no other warning there's the warning of the fire of jahannam alladhina ya'kuluna amwalan yatama zulman innama ya'kuluna fi butunihim nara for example this one ayat of the quran sharif allah taala says those who eat up the wealth of orphans what are they eating they are in reality eating fire one is this will destroy dunya also but this will become a means of getting into the fire of jahannam now this is a warning allah taala has sounded out this warning allah taala has sounded out warning for those who consume interests for the one who gives for the one who takes for the one who witnesses that transaction for the one who records it now this warning sounded for this the one who commits uh, theft allah taala has sounded warnings for this the one who commits zina this warning sounded for this and so many different aspects have been mentioned in the quran sharif in the hadith sharif but if there was no other warning sounded and the only thing that was said is that allah will be displeased then for a true mu'min that too is beyond the worst thing that my allah will become displeased a person who has that iota of ishq and muhabbat for allah taala that is a unbearable factor for him an unbearable thing for him that my rabb will become displeased with me so the true eid and the reality of eid is for the person who has gained safety from the warnings and how is one again safety from the warnings by refraining from the things allah taala has forbidden the sum total of the warnings in dunya already that the person who persist in sin doesn't take any heed then allah taala has warned about calamities coming in dunya and then what comes in the akhirat is beyond so many things for example zulm it is mentioned in the hadith sharif that zulm brings down the calamity on the person in dunya before akhirat now there's so many different aspects of zulm that are sometimes in our life zulm on even our near and dear ones zulm on anyone and everyone and we don't give a second thought to it now that warning that allah has sounded then allah forbid we become victims of it so the reality of eid is the person who has gained safety from these warnings and how is going to get safe from it he'll get safe from it by refraining from all these things by making toba by turning to allah tabaraka wa taala and by becoming the true and obedient servant of allah taala this now will make it eid for him in the qabr will make it eid for him on the day of qiyamah and this will become a means of gaining with the fazl of allah taala the eternal eid of jannah so the first aspect that he mentioned so now mashallah we will try to adopt the sunnah and fulfill the sunnah on the day of eid wearing the best garments we have but at that time asking ourselves and also reminding ourselves that look this is a sunnah i should do this and inshallah allah will reward me tremendously for this for this act of sunnah obviously that clothing those garments must be conforming to sunnah also it shouldn't be the garments of the yahud and nasara in trying to fulfill the sunnah so with the garments of sunnah fulfilling the sunnah inshallah will be rewarded tremendously this will bring great noor and barakah in our lives but has this is this going to be the means of becoming the eternal eid 
that will depend on laysal eidu liman labisal jadid innamal eidu liman amina minal wa'id have we gained the safety from the warnings of Allah Ta'ala then further he says laysal eidu liman rakibal mataya innamal eidu liman tarakal khataya eid in reality is not for the person who's come on the best transport the best vehicle person who has the most fancy car that anybody can drive that somebody who can't even afford to have it too can drive because he's somebody's driver so he's chauffeuring around but he's driving it so that is that doesn't mean anything that is not what's going to make it give any person any kind of position and status in dunya and definitely not in the akhirat in the akhirat was going to make the difference and was going to make that Eid the reality of Eid the reality of Eid is going to be the reality of Eid is for that person who has given up sin person who's come on the best vehicle come in the best vehicle that doesn't make it anything what does that make it? one person somewhere in some other part of the country owns a car wash so he says the busiest time that his busiest day or busiest evening rather is as soon as the announcement is made that the news of Eid, the, the moon of Eid has been sighted the moon of Eid has been sighted and then there's a rush and becomes the busiest evening busiest night of his in the year because people are all getting their cars shining for the day of Eid so mashallah such care is taken that this person becomes so busy that he finishes off past midnight on the eve of Eid but just as that care was taken to shine the rims of the car and so much of concern was there for it has there been similar concern to shine the heart has there been similar concern that the heart must be gleaming a person takes pride in that car gleaming but have we decided to make the heart gleam and shine the heart that is what will make it Eid that car will take one short drive down the road and dust will fall on it again but the heart is the main thing so this doesn't mean that a person must not keep things clean but the greater care has to be for the cleanliness of the heart and giving up sin because that sin is what soils the heart that sin is what creates that filth and dirt in the heart so Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani is giving us this message and lesson that لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ رَكِبَ الْمَطَايَا إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَرَكَ الْخَطَايَا Now this Mubarak month of Ramadan so many days have passed barely the hours are left now and the question is have we yet made sincere tawbah تَرَكَ الْخَطَايَا the person who gives up sin this is what he requires sincere tawbah which is still again mentioned in another couplet coming forward but now the question is have we made this tawbah yet have we given up these sins? This is the starting point of Tawbah. The starting point of Tawbah is forsaking the haram, giving up the sin, deleting all those evils and all the filth and whatever other dirt we have been indulging in for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. On the one side, these are terrible things, but on the other side, at the same time, there is no moment of despondency in the life of a mu'min. Shaitan creates despondency that your sins have gone so far what's the point in even making Tawbah 
That too is a trap of shaitan. The first trap of shaitan is he gets a person caught up in the sin. He beautifies it, he adorns it, he makes it very attractive, he makes it sound a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. That is all the deception and the outward, outward glamour that shaitan puts on it. But behind that is a fire. Behind that is misery. Behind that is disaster. So now the person now touches that there's a flower, the name of it escapes the mind now, but there's a flower which has been described as a very, very attractive flower. Person sees it, he wants to touch it. It's very attractive. It's some mountainous areas and so on, see this flower grows and people who are not aware of it, they try to, when people go on whatever hikes and so on, so they warn them, don't ever touch any such flower. So that flower they say is extremely attractive. Person sees it, he wants to touch the petal, feel it, he wants to take some petals along. He says if he barely touches it, barely touches it, the poison in that flower already goes through his paws. And before he knows it, it's already going up. And it can become fatal very easily. Many a times an animal is just found lying dead. Some animal was grazing and out of the blue is just found lying dead. What happened? It by mistake chewed on this. But generally they say the animals Allah is blessed with such intelligence, they sniff it out and they avoid it completely. The odd one once in a while will just somehow just end up chewing it and fall dead. Now it's so attractive, very very attractive on the outside. But barely touching it and the poison has gone in. This is what sin is all about. This is sin and the glitter and glamour of sin. The external side of it, very very attractive, promises a lot of fun and excitement, makes it sound like this is a real thrill. And this is that happiness I'm looking for. This is what the whole deception is on the outside. But no sooner a person just puts one foot into it, and the poison of that sin reaches his heart and already starts making him restless and then what follows gets worse Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us so now this is the moment to turn away from that sin these are the Mubarak moments, the month of Ramadan the day of Jumu'ah if we don't latch on these opportunities now when we going to latch on it all the solution we are looking for for all the problems and difficulties all the challenges all the disasters that are coming the solution is in Tawbah وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ Allah Ta'ala says, all of you, O believers, all, all make Tawbah so that you become successful. For the joint success, for the uh, safety of the entire community, of the entire Ummah from all the problems, this requires everybody coming on Tawbah. And we ourselves, our families, and bringing the Ummah onto Tawbah. وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ Now this Mubarak month is already ticking away. Have we already made Tawbah? Sincerely made Tawbah. Tawbah is not just something on the lips. Tawbah requires that we give up the sin. Give up the haram. Stop it there. Allah Ta'ala's doors of rahmat are waiting. Allah Ta'ala's doors of forgiveness are wide open. As long as a person hasn't now reached the pangs of death, but when that comes, we have no idea. Many a person says, I will, no, later on, I have this, I want to become right, but later on, that later might be too late. Now is the time, now, not even later, later after the salah, now in our heart of hearts, 
to turn to Allah Taala to beg Allah Taala's forgiveness and to give up all this haram and sin. This is the what's going to protect us. So in any case, this is the message that he gave in this couplet: "Laysal idul iman rakibal mataya, inna mal idul iman tarakal khataya." Further, "Laysal idul iman tabakhara bil ud, inna mal idul ittaib aladhi la yud." Eid in reality is not for the person who has, so to say, taken a shower of Oud. MashaAllah, to use Itar, this is Sunnah. Person with the niyat of Sunnah will use it, it's part of the Sunnahs of Eid as well. So it should be done with the niyat of Sunnah. So a person will get rewarded tremendously for it. Every Sunnah carries tremendous noor in it, tremendous barakat in it. So we should try to fulfill that Sunnah and fulfill every Sunnah. But that alone will not make it Eid in reality. Because if a person, mashallah, has filled himself with Oud, so externally there will be a tremendously good fragrance. Alhamdulillah, very good. But have we made the heart fragrant? In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that a person who, for example, now many sins, every sin has its own effect. It is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, a person who lies, he spoke a lie. The lie that he spoke has such a stench in it, which insan doesn't feel and doesn't get that stench, but the malaika, the pure creation of Allah Ta'ala, they smell that stench. And that stench becomes so terrible because of that lie that he has spoken, the stench of his mouth becomes so terrible that the malaika of Rahmah flee to the extent of one mile away. They can't bear it. Now this is the stench. Likewise, every other sin has its own odor and stench. And that stench goes deep down in the heart. And like a person is walking around some place with a foul odor, somewhere there's a stench, and he feels very uncomfortable, he feels nauseous. Likewise, when the stench has settled in the heart because of sin, because of disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, the stench creates an internal discomfort a restlessness, an anxiety. And the person sometimes wondering, but I don't know what's wrong. I'm feeling very, very uncomfortable, very restless. I just don't have any peace. Because when a person is in a place that is foul-smelling, terrible odor and stench, nobody feels comfortable there. Now when that stench has come deep down in the heart, then the inner self is in turmoil. The external stench, it affects the through the nostrils, the person becomes totally uncomfortable. This inner stench has gone into the very depths of the heart. So now this, mashallah, this oud and this perfume and these fragrances that a person will use, that oud he will use, that ithar he will use with the niyat of sunnah, mashallah he'll get rewarded for it. And this will bring noor and barakat. But it won't make it eat in reality if he didn't bring the fragrance in the heart. The fragrance of iman and a'mal. The fragrance of all the good actions, the fragrance of the zikr of Allah Taala, the fragrance of tilawat of the Quran Sharif, the fragrance of dua, the fragrance obviously of the five farsala, there is no compromise on it. Together with that, the fragrance of nawafil. Now how much has this fragrance been brought? This is what will make the Eid in reality. This will make it Eid in the Qabr. This will make it Eid on the day of Qiyamah. This is what will take a person to the eternal Eid of Jannah. So, لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَبَخْتَرَ بِالْعُودِ إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِلْتَّائِبِ الَّذِي لَا يَعُودِ 
Eid in reality is for the person who has repented and repented sincerely. Part of that repentance is one is giving up the sin. And the other part of that remembrance is the deep remorse and regret. That why did I do this? My Allah who created me, who is sustaining me, who has granted me everything, on whose, with whose command and with whose qudrat I am surviving and everything is due to his bounty and grace. The air that I breathe in is purely his gift and na'mad. The food that I consume was his bounty. That strength that came from that food, that energy was his gift. Otherwise a person sometimes eats something and that makes him sick. This is all Allah Ta'ala's gift. That now that food was granted and that food became a means of energy and strength. And then I used this bounty of Allah Ta'ala, this energy and strength. I used it to disobey my Rabb. What is terrible thing this was. How seriously wrong this was. That remorse and regret. And together with that the resolution that I will not go back to this. What's the future we have no idea. But the sincere resolution that this is now history. I will not go back to this. Eid in reality is for the person who has made Toba and he then doesn't return to that sin. And then further he says, لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَزَيَّنَ بِزِينَةِ الدُّنْيَا إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَزَوَّدَ بِزَادِ التَّقْوَى Eid in reality is not for the person who has put on all the adornments of dunya around him. He has all the adornments of things around him. Whatever is within limits and in a reasonable way and things which are obviously permissible in Sharia to start off with, Allah Ta'ala hasn't forbidden it. قُلْ مَنْ حَرَّمَ زِينَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي أَخْرِجَ لِعِبَادِهِ وَالطَّيِّبَاتِ مِنَ الرِّزْقِ Allah Ta'ala didn't make the halal things forbidden. The halal things are halal. The halal things are and the ni'mats are for Allah's servants to use and enjoy. But that is not the focus of life. And that doesn't make it Eid in the Akhirat. Eid in the Akhirat won't come because a person now decorates the things around him. He has the best mansion. He has the most beautiful car. He has the best clothing. He has all the other adornments. That is, if something earned in a halal way, it is being used in the correct manner. It doesn't become a means of pride. Doesn't become a means of arrogance. Doesn't become the means of forgetting Allah Ta'ala. It's not becoming a means of making zulm on anybody else. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat, Allah Ta'ala give barakat in it. But that doesn't make it Eid. That doesn't guarantee any success of the Akhirat. إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَزَوَّدَ بِذَادِ التَّقْوَىٰ Eid in reality is for the person who has taken the provisions of taqwa, which Ramadan was given to us for. Now this taqwa doesn't stop on the day that Ramadan finishes. This was to stock up taqwa in our hearts. So that this taqwa continues after the month of Ramadan as well. Allah Ta'ala gave us this month of Ramadan. This was our spiritual workshop. Like a person, his car was in disrepair. Now he sent it to the workshop. So for one month they worked on it. They re-sprayed it, took all the rust out and all the dents out and all the things that were in disrepair. All that was now repaired. Now after one month this now came out like good as new. Now this car came out good as new, the first day already, he is taking a uh, nail and he is scratching all the paintwork out. Anybody says this person, something is wrong with his head. This thing was worked on for one month, this one month of effort went into it, and now barely it just came out and he is taking a nail and he is scratching the whole paintwork, and then he 
bashes the windscreen in and then he is tearing something apart say this person is insane so when the material loss comes about when somebody destroys what material things he has deliberately obviously this is wrong person should not destroy anything this too is the gift of Allah Ta'ala he should care for it but we all regard that as insanity that a person deliberately destroys his material possessions so Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with something he should look after it but when a person deliberately tears apart his deen and we're talking about a person look at ourselves we deliberately tear apart the deen that taqwa Allah blessed us this month of Ramadan for mashallah a person was trying to say within the limits of sharia refraining from sin and haram making tilawat of the Quran Sharif Alhamdulillah we all were fasting engaging in so many amal Allah Ta'ala accept one and all Allah Ta'ala accept all the ibadat that was done Allah Ta'ala blessed with the best rewards in dunya and akhirat but now barely the month of Ramadan has gone and the salah is being missed the sins are being again indulged in this is worse than a person whose car came back gleaming new and the first day he started destroying it if that is insanity what can this be called that at the most will destroy some part of dunya Allah forbid this will destroy our akhirat also so the real Eid is the Eid this is Eid also and this too is to be celebrated this is Eid this is Allah Ta'ala is our host and we should appreciate this great na'mat and gift but the real Eid and the perpetual Eid is the Eid of the akhirat that depends on how we live our life in dunya like many have become already busy with the preparations of Eid we have to be forever in the preparation of the Eid of Akhirat now if a person prepared nothing the day of Eid came there wasn't anything prepared any meal prepared and now everybody came around to now have something to eat see there's nothing available see but why wasn't anything prepared in advance if nothing was prepared in advance there'll be an empty Dasar Khan on the day of Eid likewise we don't know when we'll have to cross over now is the time to prepare Allah forbid we mustn't reach and empty the Sarkhan on that side we mustn't reach the torments of Akhirat Allah protect us that requires that now we adopt this Taqwa the adornments of dunya this will come and go the real thing to acquire is to take on the provisions of Taqwa Allah wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq this requires we make sincere tawbah and we make some resolutions in our life the simple resolution is number one all our five daily salah with jama'ah in the masjid Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that never salah to be missed again salah wasn't for the month of Ramadan Ramadan came to make us steadfast on salah in our whole life salah was in Ramadan and out of Ramadan salah is a part of a mu'min's life his priority of his day so every salah five times daily without fail inshallah our five daily salah with jama'ah in the masjid sometime daily for the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala few minutes and see what this will do to our hearts inshallah sometime for the tilawat of the Quran Sharif some little bit of time at least to talk to Allah ta'ala in dua and beg Allah ta'ala's help and the most important thing together with all this we stop defying our creator stop defying our creator our sustainer our nourisher our cherisher who blessed us with everything make tawbah 
and stop the haram, stop the sin, make Tawbah from going to the places of vice, to the spice dens, give up all the evil and sin, our dunya will become a small little jannat, the jannat in the heart. وَلِمَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ جَنَّتَان In the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, the one who fears standing in front of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah and he conducts himself correctly, there's two jannats for him. One explanation of it is already one jannat in his heart in dunya. That peace and tranquility Allah will bless him with and the reality of jannat in the akhirat. Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَ عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ